Thank you for joining Infusion with Lady Potters. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm excited to be with you one more time. Amen. Today we're going to be talking about singleness of heart. I'm going to say that again. We're going to be talking about singleness of heart, how important it is for us living in the last days to have a heart that is totally separated and set apart, amen, for Christ, amen. So our heart don't need to be divided. So we're talking about singleness of heart. Now, what does the word singleness mean? It means soul, undivided. It means one. And so many times in life we can uh, go about our daily lives and uh, we can look over our life and find that we've had a divided heart. Divided between what? We're talking about divided between, amen, what we know to be right and what we know to be not so right. Okay, I'm going to say that again. What we know to be right and then what we know, amen, not, you know, where we're making um, the wrong decisions, the wrong choices um, between God and the enemy or between darkness and light. Our heart gets divided somehow, some way. Sometimes um, that happens when we're not totally focused or when we have so many things going on in our lives that we fail to pull away from our day-to-day activities uh, and get with God. Because when we fail to get with God in prayer and sitting and meditating in the Word that will transform our lives and our minds, we tend to get off. It happens to the best of us. We tend to get off focus. We tend to lose sight. We tend to make wrong decisions, wrong choices. You know, um, it happens. But what God is saying now, it is time for you to recalibrate your heart. What does the word recalibrate mean? The word recalibrate means to readjust. It is a readjusting time in your life. What are we readjusting? We're readjusting our mindset. We are readjusting our heart. We are realigning our thought patterns in Jesus' name. We're, we're saying, look, God, I am going to make uh, some time, and I'm going to spend some time with you because I have been going here and there and everywhere and not giving myself over to you. And I want you to make that decision because nobody else can make that decision but you. Make that decision that today you are going to have a heart that is totally centered and um, centered and undivided for Christ and for him. Amen. Glory be to God. You know, that was something that I, um, uh, just a few weeks ago, I I just sat down in in my prayer time, and and I just heard the word singleness of heart. So many times we get off balance. So many times we lose track. So many times we go down roads that we know we shouldn't be traveling down. And what I mean by that, doing things that we know we shouldn't have any business doing or saying things we should not have said, 
going places we should not be going. Amen. Being with somebody we should not be with. Amen. You know why we do that? Because we lose focus. We simply lose focus. And so I'm going to read a scripture in Ezekiel 11:19, And it says, I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. And so we're making a decision today. This is what the Lord is speaking. He said that he's going to give us an undivided heart and a new spirit. So this is the day, amen, that all things become new. And I want you to begin to say that, Father, this is the day in my life that all things are becoming new. That means I'm going to start doing things new new now. I'm not going to do them the same as I used to. And the word of the Lord said, I will remove. And so we're going to thank God for removing all of the old patterns, the old ways, um, the old ways of doing things. We thank him. He's going to remove all of those dead works, all of those dead things. You know, sometimes we can get over in a ritual, in a routine um, that it's not godly. It's nothing that's going to help us. But if we keep doing it, it's going to hurt us. And so we're saying, God, we want to get rid of the dead works. We don't want dead works. We want our works and what we do for God and what we do in our life to matter for God. Amen. Glory to God. And so I'm excited about today. God is going to transform our lives. Glory to God. And I'm also going to read Psalms 86 and 11. It says, Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. And so I want to really bring forth that that word on today, that we should live an undivided, amen, life, that our hearts are not torn between the two. You know, sometimes our heart can be torn between the two because our flesh is in is, is, is in the driver's seat. And then sometimes we must, we must dethrone our flesh from being in the driver's seat because if you give your flesh an opportunity to drive your life, I tell you what, you will end up somewhere you should never be. And then sometimes I say it like this. Sometimes once you do things, sometimes it's hard to recover quickly. You have to walk it out. And so I want to encourage you not to allow your flesh to drive you down paths that are ungodly, unholy. But listen, God will give you an opportunity to turn around. I want you to say this. God has given me an opportunity to turn around, but it must take you making a decision that this is what you're going to do. Glory to God. I'm going to read in Jeremiah 32. Now, how many of you know that God has a purpose and a plan for your life? We all the time, we say it, God has a purpose and a plan uh, for your life. But let me tell you, God has a way of escape for you. He knows how to get you back to that place of safety. He knows how to turn your heart back from being divided unto turning your heart unto him. 
solely, amen, that you are totally focused. So I'm going to read Jeremiah 32 and verses 38. The Lord says, they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And that's what we're turning to. We want to be his, and we want to, be, we, want to, we want to belong to him, amen, and we want him to be our God, that he can direct every step of our lives, amen. And 39 say, and I will give them one heart. Not a heart that is looking unto this friend or, or looking unto that one to be the answer for them. You know, so many times we can depend on people to be our God. But let me tell you, that is a dangerous place to be. God never meant for no one to be a God unto you. That is idol. That's, that's idolatry. Um, he wants to be the number one, soul, number one, uno, in your life. But the rest of the verse says, and I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me always for their own good and for the good of their children after them. Glory to God. So God is going to give you one heart. He's going to give you one way that you can walk down. Glory to God. And always remember, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Amen. We all need to cry out for wisdom, wisdom for living. God will show you. He'll show you when your heart uh, uh, begin to drift away. You know, he'll show you. He'll begin to tug on you. And he'll begin to say, listen, you had not been spending time with me lately. You've been looking over this way. You've been watching too much TV. You know, sometimes we can give our attention to other things more than we give our attention to God. But what he's doing, he's calling us back near unto him on today. Amen. And so I want you to purpose within yourself that you're going to turn your attention away from, and I'm just going to list a few things. You're going to turn your attention away from that television. You're going to turn your attention away from that job, always working overtime, just because you say you need money. But that may be what is drawing you away and causing you to have an undivided heart. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's causing you. Let me say it like this. I want to correct that. That, may, that job may be the very thing that's causing you to have a divided heart because God doesn't want us, he, he, he doesn't want our heart to be divided. His perfect will is that our heart will be stayed on him and our minds will be stayed on him. It could be a relationship that's causing you to have a divided heart. Come on. It could be, amen, anything. Whatever is drawing your attention away, it is to your advantage to let it go today so that you can draw near unto God the Father, and you can draw near unto God the Son and God the Holy Spirit because he wants to be the one that meets all of your needs. Amen, glory to God. Hallelujah. So it, the Lord said in, in the latter part of this verse, he said, it's for your good. Now, I don't know about you, but I want to do things that's going to benefit me. I want to do things that's going to make me better, that's going to increase my value. But the word of the Lord said in Jeremiah 20, uh, excuse me, Jeremiah 32 and 29, it said, it is for your good 
and for the good of your children. If you have children, you're leaving a legacy. If you're showing them that you that your heart is centered on Christ and your heart is not divided, that is leaving a legacy for them. Amen. It's teaching them something. It's setting a foundation. It's imparting a principle into their lives. Amen. Always remember that your life is not just alone for you, but your life is for him and for his glory in the name of Jesus. And so we're going to pray, and we're going to ask God to bring revelation. We're going to ask God to bring wisdom. We're going to ask God to bring truth into your life. We're going to ask the Lord to open up your eyes that you may be able to see if there is anything in your life that is causing your heart to be divided. Well, today, if the Lord shows you, if the Holy Spirit comes and illuminates your understanding and shows you, I want you to make a, a firm decision today that you are going to center your heart on Christ. Glory be to God. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to center our heart on Christ. And I'm going to read another scripture in 1 John 2 and 16. And I want to back up to 15 because, you know, just thinking about things that come and try to grab our attention, uh, that try to pull us away from what we know we must do and what we know we need to do. You know, sometimes the, uh, uh, the Bible says in verse 15, 1 John uh, chapter 2, verse 15, it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. That's the world's way of doing things. You know, the world ways is to try to capture our attention, to cause us to draw away and, and to draw onto something that doesn't even matter. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we can get too busy with working, too busy with jobs, too busy with the television, too busy conversating, trying to please people. You know what? People's not going to get you to heaven. It is Christ. Come on here. It's you pleasing God because at the end of the day, you're trying to please individuals not going to get you uh, in, in a place that, that, that we want. I, for me, when I die... I want the Lord to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. But if I'm always trying to please people, he can't truly say, well done, because my eyes wasn't on him to please him, which is Christ, which is God the Father. And so we need to recalibrate our thinking, recalibrate our heart, realign, amen, hallelujah, our desires. But in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Verse 16, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eye, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but from the world. Come on. So there's things that try to pull us away. It is the desires of our flesh which we're going to silence those desires. Amen. By putting to death and crucifying our flesh. Number two, the desires of our eye. We're always looking. We want something. We always want something. We always want something. But you better check that out because the enemy will try to get you to desire other things. 
and wanting this. But sometimes, amen, those who wait get the best. Come on here. Hallelujah. And then it's the pride of, of life. We don't want to operate in any form of pride. Come on. It's God's way, not our way. But the pride of life. And so we want to make a decision on today that we're going to calibrate, recalibrate our heart. We're going to make some adjustments here. In the name of Jesus, we're going to make some adjustments. And I don't know about you, but I want God. And I want my heart to be single. Single. Where it's totally, I'm totally looking unto him. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to read one more scripture, and then we're going to go ahead and pray on today. And that's Luke 10, verses 26 through 28. And he said to him, what is written in the law? How, do, how does it read to you? And he answered, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength and with all of your mind. And love your neighbors as yourself. And he said unto him, you have answered correctly. Do this and you will live. This is how to have a single heart. Amen. Well, our heart is totally focused on the Father. That we're loving him with all of our heart. We're loving him with all of our soul. We're loving him with all of our strength. We're loving him with all of our mind. And then the next thing is that we're loving others as we love ourselves, in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to ask the Lord to open our eyes on today. I'm going to ask the Lord to come in, amen, and recenter and recalibrate our thinking, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, Father, today, we thank you, Father God, Amen. As we're making a decision, we say, Lord, we want to draw our hearts back unto you. We don't want our hearts to be divided, but we want our hearts to be single, single. We want a single heart, God, that is always on you and not on ourselves. Glory to God. And we bless you, Lord, and we bless you, Lord God, and we bless you, Lord. And we ask you, Father God, to forgive us of all of our sins. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Jesus. Now help us to resist the pulls of our flesh, Lord God. Help us to resist the downward pulls of darkness and to release the light and the life of God into our lives. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we choose to follow you and not our flesh. Hallelujah, God. I thank you, Lord God, that we're laying aside everything that so easily beset us. We're laying aside, God, all of those dead works. Father God, we choose to please you with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, and everything within us, God. We thank you, Lord God, on today that you're helping us to resist all negative emotions and feelings that may try to derail us or pull us away from our destiny and from our future. Father, we thank you, Father God, that we'll be led by the Spirit and not our flesh. We thank you, Lord God, that the Spirit of God is life. It is health. It is our peace. In the name of Jesus. And, Father, we ask you to help us to renew our minds daily, that we may partake and have your thoughts and your ways. In the name of Jesus. 
Now, Father, we bind up and we, we, we bind up and we loose ourselves from all forms of chaos, chaos that have pulled us away, distractions that have pulled us away. Amen. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you today, God. Father, we thank you for liberating our souls and our spirits from the works of darkness. We refuse, Father God, to continue to cooperate with the lust of our flesh and the, and the lust of our eye. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that our labor is not in vain. We bless you, Father God, and we thank you, Father, that you have released your life into us. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. And we see like you see. And we are asking you for divine wisdom. We're asking you for wisdom, Father God, and how to conduct our lives. We thank you for the blood. Hallelujah. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood that erases and wipes out and casts into the sea of forgiveness all of our sins and all the things we have fell short in. But we thank you for the blood, Jesus. Glory to God. We thank you for drawing us close. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for drawing us close this morning, this afternoon, or whenever we're listening, God. We thank you, Father God that we will continue to plant the word of God into our hearts, that we may draw close unto you. I thank you that today is a day of recalibration. We are realigning and readjusting our heart, that our heart desire will be for you, that we will love the Lord God with all of our heart. We will love you with all of our heart and with all of our soul and with all of our strength and with all of our mind. We thank you, God, that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. In Jesus' name, to God be the glory. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you for joining Infusion with Lady Potters. I will see you next time. God bless.